0: I'm Eric. I'm Jason. This is the 350th episode. Is it really? Yes, it is. I did not realize that. Yeah. Well, happy anniversary, honey. (laughs) Thanks, baby. (laughs) Some might ask how we keep it so fresh. Uh, We occasionally uh, take a year off when something terrible happens to one of us. That's true. We do. (laughs) That always helps. Yeah. yeah. If you need a breather, take a year off. (laughs) We recommend it. Yep. That uh, goes for anything: work, marriages, yep, yep, uh, diets, sure, um, n- nose hair trimming, yeah, yeah. whatever it is yep. that you just can't stand anymore, <laughs> take a year off. Uh, so, despite the last tragedy in our lives of losing a Joji, oh yeah, he's gone,
1: uh, but not forgotten.
0: But not definitely not forgotten. Uh, we, we decided that let's. Let's go ahead and, and keep going with this for now. You know, I I did mention that to somebody the other day because free comic book day was Saturday. Yeah, and uh, I saw all of our like regular like, you know, like you know some some people you don't see very often or like you know you, or or you do or whatever, but right, yeah. but you always see a Joe G on free comic book day, right? But I didn't this year. I think it was yeah. the first time in like probably the history of free comic book day. Sure. Well, no, that's not true. The history of Free Comic Book Day is where I've been in Dayton, Ohio. Okay, at least, yeah. yeah Oh yeah. Cause, Some, no. Sometimes I would abscond to the land of the north. <clears throat> yeah, I, I distinctly remember one time. Well, Joe G was there with you, though. Not, I, not every time. Yeah. But once. Oh yeah, uh, once. Was, yeah. 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 <laughs> That's true. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see him this year. I thought about him, though. I uh, thought about. I thought about texting him, but we were way too busy. Oh yeah. Yeah, I didn't text him at all. Uh on Saturday anyway. Uh but yeah, he he was out gallivanting where around with, with Seattle comic book stores. <laughs> I what do they possibly have that Dayton, Ohio doesn't have <laughs> in the way of culture? Nothing. Right? Yeah, rain and heroin. Not necessarily in that order. Hey, we've got both of those two. <laughs> That's true. We do. We probably deliver a lot of that heroin. It probably comes through here. Oh yeah. From you know the the drug trade trafficking that we excel in. Uh, John Patterson's rolling over in his grave. Like all of the factory work from Dayton is gone, and it's just a big drug town now. Yeah. Don't come here, people. If you can hear this message, stay away. It's it's over. All that's left is drugs. See, we're mostly sad because Joe got out. Yeah, he escaped. <laughs> we're not sad that he's gone. We're sad that he didn't take us with him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, good for him. He's better off. Yes. Uh, so three fifty. Wow. Three hundred and fifty. Wow. We have been at this a while. So we're a fourth of the way there, didn't we originally say fourteen hundred episodes? Sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're we've done better than Cerebus. <laughs> it's true. Well it's we've s- only become slightly misogynistic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not full bore. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, we don't we don't even make you sign a petition to listen. You can just do it. <laughs> well, it's not like he was making you sign a petition to read. Well, oh, that's well. Don't give him any ideas there. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if that's around the corner. Oh, don't worry. Uh, his uh, his current output is uh, enough to make people decide not to read. Service. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I've read everything the man has published since I was fourteen years old, other than the last four comics he's done, or, or three comics, <laughs> because I just have zero interest. service in and Hell. Service and Hell, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's mildly amusing if I was, like, you know, waiting on a doctor's appointment or something. I would, I would probably pick it up and read it. Sure. As opposed to, like, Good Housekeeping. Right. But other than that, I can't imagine sitting down and purposefully reading that book. I flipped through the first issue of it, and uh, it was... Like the same panel over and over again of sure. yeah, with like backgrounds from Dante's Inferno. Yep. Yep. Dialogue, I guess. I, anyway, and part of that is I, I get the fact that he can't draw. Right. Like he hurt his hand. It's like, you know, it's it's not like he, you know, slammed it on a van door. It's, it's like a carpal tunnel kind yeah. of thing or whatever. Um, I get it. But you know what? There's a lot of artists, and he's worked with artists in the past. Hey. He could just say, hey, I've got this idea for a story. And yeah, can right. you draw it for me? Yeah. You know? And I'm sure he's still got enough clout and hasn't burned oh, so yeah. many bridges that people would say yes. I would have drawn it for free. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, not that my drawings would be probably, like, the first place he would look, but I'm just saying, like, there's yeah, plenty, I mean, yeah, plenty of plenty yeah, of people yeah. out there. Yeah. So, I'm sure Jeff Smith. No, Jeff Smith. I think he burnt that bridge. Uh, yeah. I think he like punched Jeff Smith's wife in the <laughs> eye or something. I don't I don't know. They don't get along anymore because of him. How could he? She's a void. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love Dave Summ's artwork. Yeah. There's that. I love Gerhard's artwork. Oh, he's great too. Yeah. Yeah. Those guys are awesome. Yeah, they are. That's another bird and cheese burnt I believe right. What is it? That's oh, another I, bird I, cheese burnt. I I think they I think they're okay, really? Yeah, right. I think they just are not don't work together anymore. Okay. Like yeah. So now that we've talked about uh some of the darker parts of comic books, mm-hmm. maybe we should explore that further. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Cause I did not mention that we read a book. Oh yeah, we did, and, and we, uh, we're going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, so uh, if you listen to the last episode, uh, you'll know that uh, Joe G picked a book for us to read. Oh, that's right. And uh, I did add like uh, an addendum to to the end of that episode. So, so hopefully the reader is or the listener is prepared uh, that that uh, we did not get a chance to read Roughneck. No. Uh, uh, I, I sold the copy we were going to read. Yeah. Because that lady really wanted it. And that's fair. Yeah. We'll get to it eventually, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, so we decided to go with uh, what my original pick was going to be before uh, we, we let Joe pick. And that is The Comic Book History of Comics mm-hmm. by uh, Fred Van Lent. Van Lenty? I think it's Lent. Okay. And Ryan Dunlevy. Yeah. Who uh, I may have uh, accidentally called Ryan Brown in the uh in my little addendum to the last episode. Oh yeah. Yes. Who's Ryan Brown? Uh he uh, I think he's the artist on uh, uh Curse Words. and uh Oh okay. I, I think he actually does work with uh uh Fred Van Lance on uh, Slapstick. Oh okay. I think they co write it. Maybe that's why yeah, what you, yeah, okay. Huh. Again, don't take my word on that. I'm dumb. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so the comic book history of comics. Yeah. Uh, which is actually currently being uh, re-released in yeah. color. Yeah, uh, by IDW, is yeah. that right? Yeah, yeah. Or IDW is published this one. Okay, because yeah. the, isn't there a version that's not by IDW, like an old... I think... Like, I think it was originally single issues. It was single issues, black and white, that, uh, I think, yeah, they either self published or mm-hmm. put out through another company. And IDW has the collection here, which is what we read. Right. Uh, but then they're redoing it, serializing it as a single issues. In color. In color, yeah. And I think the color version of the trade is actually in the new previews. Oh, cool. So, yeah. Oh. Uh so uh, I'm guessing this this is going to be uh kind of one of those perennial type of books. Yeah, you know, like uh, understanding comics or uh, Watchmen. Yeah, it's it's weird though because this book kind of supposedly, you know, takes the history of comics from its inception to to the present moment. Right. So I wonder if every few years they're going to have to upgrade it, uh, yeah, update it as long as those, yeah, these two guys if, are alive The new version, the color version has like new material in right. it. Right. Maybe. Maybe. it's possible, because cause this ends roughly around 2012. Yeah, about there, five so years probably. back. Um, uh, which I mean, some stuff has changed between then and now, but but not yeah, probably, so right. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, so so this is is the history of comic books. Yeah. in comic book form, which is awesome. It is super awesome. Yeah, and uh. You know, just just one bit of warning for anybody that may be interested in this: it's wordy. It's very wordy. Yeah, and, I mean, it's not. I never felt bogged down. No, by it at all. not at all. Yeah, not but at all. Like I, I I, mean, I still wound up reading through it pretty quickly because <laughs> it was captivating. It it is captivating, but I love how it's kind of it's not broken up into chapters, but every few pages there's like a new. Um, yeah right yeah new subject or whatever and there's usually like a not a splash page but like a title bar for that the new the new you know whatever they're discussing and and i did like find it easier to read it in smaller chunks because there is so much information and so many names and dates like it was it was almost textbooky yeah i mean it was almost too much information to like to like just plow right through it because you had to like i had to take you know smaller chunks and process it before i start a new one same uh and honestly like i felt very similar reading this as i felt when we read uh hip-hop family tree yeah like, yeah like there's there is a lot happening oh yeah and, and i think this one is a little more streamlined than yeah. that because you know, like there were so many names thrown out right in, uh, hip-hop that uh like i could never keep it straight and felt i had an easier time going through it with this yeah uh i think what helps is they definitely keep sort of the not not like there's a cast of characters or anything but but they definitely keep the focus on on a a handful yeah right and uh got a lot of walt disney and a lot of jack kirby yeah yeah definitely the two most recurring i would say Mm -hmm. um yeah, and of course, uh, like uh, William Gaines uh, oh, yeah Andrew Yeah. Right uh, but uh, yeah, so so this basically kind of even goes a little bit back before what we think of as the start of college. Yeah, right. To sort yeah. of say, you know, there were some precursors here and there. Like uh, Lynn Ward's woodcuts, yeah. and, yeah. and I don't know how to pronounce Rudolf Tolfer's name. Yeah. yeah. But whatever. That's. Good yeah, yeah, yep. sure, but yeah, it has all all we that history. We don't know history. how to pronounce Fred Van Lent's name. <laughs> right? Yeah, we may even be pronouncing Ryan Dunleavy wrong. <laughs> You've actually been pronouncing my name wrong for 350 episodes. It's oh, it's just soon. Yeah, <laughs> just like the yeah. just like the hair care products you find at the grocery store. That's fine. You know, uh, now that you're bringing it up, it's Eric. Eric? Oh, I like that yeah. so much better. I, you are a foreigner. It's that tri- makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense. You'd have a dumb name. <laughs> um, I love how this book does not shy away from showing all the pimples on the all the creators from the history of comics. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, there's some pretty shady people that made this industry. Oh, it, yeah. what it is. Absolutely. And it shows all of that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this. Uh, so I will say this, like, in the middle of reading this, especially when I got to sort of the. Because the, it is relatively chronological. Yeah. Like it Mostly. Around. Yeah, there's a few things where it kind of, like, like, hops back into World War II or whatever, right. but. It's like he'll. He'll be talking about sort of like the general history of comics, and then he'll get to like a certain era, and then like the next thing, he'll jump back like another 10, 15 years to touch on something that happened in that time frame. That relates to the next era. That just needed its own, you know, section. Yeah. So it does jump around a little bit. For the most part, it is, I mean, from the the early 1900s to 2012-ish or so. Yeah. Uh, so when he hits around the part where it's, uh, you know, the, the start of Marvel, uh, it really made me want to listen to the audio book of the, uh, Marvel, the untold story. Yeah, me too. Actually. Totally. And like, you know, I sit in an office all day where I do my best to not talk to anybody and I listen to podcasts for the most part. And you know, we can uh, you know, sometimes switch out a podcast for an audiobook Sure. And I thought, man, the temptation is right there. I have it, but I was like, no, I've already got too much shit. I need to try to keep straight. Yeah. I do not want to confuse myself, right. and I absolutely will. But I think now that we finished reading, I'm probably going to go okay. and listen to that. Yeah, I've heard a lot of good things about that book. Yeah. Uh, it's it, it would definitely make a nice companion piece to this mm-hmm. if you have an interest specifically in Marvel. I love the, the scenes in this book where when Stanley is like at the timely offices, just sitting around playing a flute <laughs> and like spying on people. Yeah. He's so odd. Yep. And he's such a, like everything in this book makes it seem like, you know, from the moment that guy's feet hits the floor in the morning, every decision is based on money. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like he's kind of like the Gene Simmons of comics. Absolutely. He is. I think. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, like the the Marvel history book will definitely confirm that, mm-hmm. right? And like I said, like the the subtitle to that book should always have been "Stan Lee doesn't give a fuck." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, luckily, though, I would say, uh, I mean, he he's there because obviously he is a big part of comic book history. Oh sure, yeah, uh, but there's not a lot of focus on him, right? And, yeah. And, Thank God for that. Right, I agree. It did like it did kind of say he, you know, one thing that a lot of artists even credit him as for revolutionizing is is the way that he he did just kind of come up with a very simple, loose version of a plot, and then the artist would draw the story untethered by you know Alan Moore esque descriptions. Right, and then he would go back in and just add the dialogue, make you know add in dialogue that he thought looked like that panel. Right. W- would would need like like the 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 character's expression would would be indicating specific words and he would put those words in that, that mouth yeah. and like it does work really well and it does I would say that there's definitely pros to that and pros to the Alan Moore sure you know, oh yeah heavily detailed panel descriptions right uh you know especially since Alan Moore might be slightly better of a writer than Stanley oh, just a tad this. yeah. Uh, I will say, like you know, uh, I've seen a lot of Jack Kirby original art online, and like you know, especially from like Fantastic Four heyday. Oh yeah, <clears throat> and you know, yeah. So they probably like Stanley threw out like a sentence, and then Jack just went and drew a comic based on yeah, <laughs> right, roughly maybe, and so panels like he would write. Like, Jack Kirby actually wrote the dialogue for, like, whatever he wanted the character saying, and Stan would just change whatever the fuck he felt like. Right. right? And a lot of it was... Specifically in the Fantastic Four, like, you can find online, like, panels of, like, you know, Reed and Sue, like, talking or whatever... And, like, if you could make out the notes, it's like, you know, Sue does this, and, you know, is, like, you demanding something. And then, like, you see, like, what Stanley actually wrote, and it's Reed basically saying, Sue, you're just a dumb bitch, get the hell out of the way, <laughs> when that's clearly not what right. Kirby intended. You know? Yeah. Or, like, when when he could not write around it, like, he would, like, have, like, an off-panel voice saying... You know, oh Sue, you're so dumb you lucked into this. You know, that kind of <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. That is terrible. <laughs> I yeah, I mean that withstanding I have read some books that Jack Kirby totally wrote and scripted himself and sometimes Oh yeah, they're not great. sometimes they're a little odd, yeah. Like they're just they it's a little a little off. But but when someone is that talented in one aspect, I you know, you can't really fault them for exactly. their other you know, lack of talents. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, but this is not all just about uh, superheroes. No. It's, it's about all comics. Yeah, comic strips and they, manga and everything. Although, I mean, superheroes do play a big part of it because... It's American comics. They're yeah. a big part of it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they do go on to say that if, you know, superheroes would have ever ceased to exist, um, most likely so had the whole industry because the way all the distributors were relying on Marvel and DC for sales, because it, it's a, they call it, they keep referring to it as a pennies business where right. like you know pennies on the dollar for every comic sold is, is what sustained the industry. And yeah. At least, at least in, you know, the old days of like the it drug stores and whatnot. Them. Uh, yeah, it, uh, it's it a little dark there towards the end. Oh when my it gosh, just talking about uh, the the current state of the direct market. Yeah. Like how it's just falling apart and yep. becoming digital and well not only just that but pirates. Pirates uh, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and like how every other type of tangible media outlets are just closing up. Yep. Um and we would be kind of idiots to assume that comics aren't going to follow suit Yeah. I mean, it's it's weird because, I mean, like the music industry, I would say, probably got hit the hardest by yeah. the digital yeah. revolution of sorts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I would say comics are, are a close second on, on getting blindsided by it all. Right. Uh, and, and the fact that even now, like, they still really haven't figured out, like, the best way to, to get, you know digital comics out there in the world you know yeah i haven't honestly it's like the easiest thing to do right like like you just go to the website and say i want to buy a comic and it downloads to you right you know but but i mean marvel and dc are still charging full cover price right for a digital comic even months after it's over why would i want to pay four dollars for a digital copy of something that i can go to the store and at least get like a 10 percent discount sure yeah. Or, or like, you know, I And you can flip through it first to make sure you actually want it. Exactly, yeah. right? So do those digital comics have all the ads, though? No. So I wonder if they're just making up for lost ad revenue. Uh, yeah, I don't like, know. Because yeah. there I'm sure, like, like I know from firsthand, well, there's two factors that keep their books so cheap. The amount that they actually print, because, like, you know, we're working on some books, and if we print them up, they cost almost $3 per copy for us to print them. Right. So, uh, you know, I'm sure there's price breaks if you, you know, have like thousands of copies as opposed to like 200 copies. Right. And there's also all the ad revenue. So I'm sure that makes up a huge portion of of their business. And I remember like 15 years ago, there was a trend, especially in Marvel books, where every other page was an ad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it was ridiculous. Like you would read a single page, turn it, and there was an ad. Another page, turn it, and then a double page spread ad. It was horrible. Yeah, it was awful. And the ads were garish too. Oh Uh, yeah. It wasn't even like they were fun and weird. Like, like when you read old '70s comics, I sometimes don't even notice that there's you know quote unquote too many ads because there's so much fun. Like Mm there's just so weird. Like buy a submarine or a rifle or a monkey, and you know that's that's so much more fun than like. Twix and Nissan ads, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, but they're basically magazine ads now. Too. Yeah, like the same kind that you would find in like Time or you know, right? Good housekeeping. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and occasionally something just really weird and you know perverted because like, nerds will like this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, nerd's are sexually frustrated animals. Yeah. Uh. No, I mean, yeah, this this touches on you know, uh, you know, every major era of comics, and then like you know, the Them era, you know, the Seduction of the Innocents. Oh, yeah. uh, it's kind of like as dark as it. Oops, sorry. As dark as it gets, though. it It is kind of cool that it it kind of shows just how what a force comics are, because they've there is more than one time where they just should have just ceased to exist because okay. of the what was happening, like in the '50s mm-hmm. with Wortham and the Comics Code, which almost destroyed the industry. And then again, like in the '90s when the bur- bubble burst, and like 55 ha- percent, I think, of all comic shops went out of business right. and because of all the sports card, you mm-hmm. know, trading card, Marvel card, right, mm-hmm. hollow cover over ordering all that shit everything that Maverick still has everything that we have in our back room <laughs> and like and also even the How did eight- you guys not go out of business? I don't know. <laughs> I d- it was Pokemon probably. <laughs> Pokemon saved us. Um but even in the 80s it talked about you know after the turtles happened the, you the know the black and white boom. Yeah, they yeah. assumed everything was going to be the next big hit yep. and um it's it's kind of like there's a little bit of that now with image because so many people are invested in image number one's hoping for another walking dead. Right. Um, there's so many like, you know, people buying like multiple copies of number ones and none of the rest of them. Right. And they're buying them to send a few off to get CGC graded and hoping that they'll have a $10,000 book. Right. I mean, you know, it'd be cool if that happened, but it's not, no, it's just not. Yeah. Like the walking dead was a one in a million chance. Oh yeah. It was like a perfect storm. Yeah. Uh, Except yeah. for it didn't have Mark Wahlberg in it. Real sure. Yeah. Feel yeah. <laughs> good. Feel <you're> good. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> no. Yeah. And then uh, you know, uh, there's also touches on like you know the the rise of underground comics. Yeah, and, uh, all the Robert Crumb stuff. Yeah, that was great. Okay. I love that. So, like, while I was reading this, like, it got to the Robert Crumb part, and I swear to God, like. I felt like I was having like PTSD flashbacks of watching the Crumb documentary. <laughs> it's such a great documentary! It is, it really is. But like, like his brother oh, in that yeah. documentary made me so uncomfortable. Oh yes. And so like, there, there's a short part where like they they focus on Robert Crumb and his brother a little bit, and like seriously, like all those feelings came back to me. Oh yeah. And, and it's weird because, like, while watching that documentary, like, I loved his brother's artwork. Oh yeah, like it was that weird shit where like everything was like twisty. Yeah, and right. All those lines, like, like I've occasionally like drawn stuff to try to emulate that. Uh But like the one thing I don't have is fucking crazy. Yeah, <laughs> so, you're trying though. I'm trying yeah. definitely. Like like I'm <laughs> pushing that limit. Yeah. Yeah, you're getting there. You'll be sleeping on a bed of nails pretty soon. Oh yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> which I think Charles does in the movie, yes, yeah. I believe so. But yeah, I loved all the stuff with the undergrounds and like and like again, all of that just kind of was all about, you know, just the money and yeah. uh, and all the weirdness behind like this this book shows all of the like behind the scenes stuff of every era. Oh yeah. Like it's immaculately researched. Yeah. Unless he just makes all this shit up. It's possible. Yeah. He's a writer. He's yeah. a comical writer. Right. Yeah. slapstick. Right. <laughs> this can't be <laughs> real. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I started to read this. My friend Neil loaned me, the, f- I think, the whole thing uh, before. Maybe it was even the trade. And I read the first, like, chunk of it. And I just never... I never... Like, I think it was just so much that I was like, oh, that's too much to take in. Right. And I just never um continued with it but I'm really glad you picked it because it gave me like a deadline and like right because I realized I just I had it so long that I and I hadn't read it I just gave it back to Neil and I was like oh I'm, maybe I'm never going to read this but I'm glad I did because um it was really really good really informative and yeah um, my uh, my friend Bruce actually this is his copy uh he gave this to me at Jim uh, City okay and uh said you you are interested in this right like I don't Bruce has a habit of sometimes making up conversations <laughs> that we never actually have and so uh I, I think that's what happened here <laughs> uh, but like I have wanted to read this, so I was like, yeah, yeah and, sure and I think it was one of those things I was like, well, if I don't pick up for the show, I probably won't Would get never read it, it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I have a few books like that myself yeah. and it's funny like the uh the art is so funny and and a lot of times you know. Um Fred Ben Lentz writes something, and then Ryan, like what he chooses to draw I'm guessing he he's the one that chooses it um it's kind of like a metaphorical cartoon version of of what Fred is talking about, yeah, like it'll be like when he talks about you know um original artwork from Marvel just being given away to executives that they were doing deals with right. and it just shows like the kids like making like paper boats out of them and sail them away. I'm like it doesn't mention that in any of the writing, right. but it just shows these funny little things and like very inventive and like just weird and funny stuff. You know, I saw that and I was like I would not be surprised if that actually did that. Oh, sure, right. Yeah. Or like like the, some of the stories that I've heard like what they did with some of the original art, like absolutely without surprise. Oh, me. It's yeah, yeah. it's yeah. sad. And I love like uh, I love this there's this page here where it shows how the 90s Instead of, like, when Watchmen was, was yeah. successful, instead of, like, you know, being inspired by the... Depth, yeah, the yeah, sophistication. Yeah, and just, yeah. like, how it's so unique and... Right. Like, it showed, like, all the 90s characters of, like, where they just grasped the violence and the sex that was in Watchmen. And were like, oh, that's yeah. that's why this is good. Yep. Yeah. And I, lo- I would totally buy... Crock 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 shot. shot If that ever <laughs> is a thing, I will buy it. He only shoots crotches! <laughs> it's like this guy with like crow makeup and a pierced ear and like a Jonah Hex hat and like a Ghost Rider leather jacket <laughs> and Lobo boots and Rob Liefeld pouches all over him. We should both draw crotches. Crotch. <laughs> crotch, yeah, we should. <laughs> At least for our vlogs. <clears throat> uh, I will say, because you're kind of touching on it right now, the, the, uh, a good, good chunk of it is, is devoted to to Alan Moore's contributions to, to comics. Yeah. Uh, uh, mostly with Watchmen, uh, but, but also with Miracle Man and Marble Man, whatever you want to call it. Uh, there is nothing in this book that delighted me more than the drawing of Alan Moore as a little schoolboy. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. That was amazing. he got his full beard. Yeah. That was amazing. <laughs> yeah, the art is hilarious. Like he's he's really good. Oh yeah. Did he? He also did. did is it the same team that did Action Philosophers? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's really good. Uh, yeah. So, what a good book this. Yeah. Is. Oh yeah. And and it, it really is like something that like belongs on your shelf because it's something that you would probably want to revisit from time to time and read in smaller chunks. Yeah. I mean it, it is definitely like so much information and so many names and publishers titles and yeah. like you know it's it's a valuable like sort of history but it, at the same time yeah. it's it's not yeah it's not just like a leisurely read where yeah, Like, there's a lot to remember and a lot to take in. I mean, the art definitely helps make it a little lighter. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, you know, yeah, there is definitely a lot of information uh, passed along. And I will say this also while reading it. Like, I got to a point where, like, I was just like, you know, this is all about, you know, like, superheroes and, like, the EC era and and then post-war them and all that. And I was like, comic book history of comics and yet they're, they're like not touching on like european comics at all and then like literally two pages later <laughs> yeah like it was like in france yeah it was like oh okay yeah so it's like every time like i almost had right. a, like like a not a complaint but just like a concern yeah like like two pages later like there was like a new theme chapter that like totally touched on, on what it. I wanted here. I mean, I would say a good 90% of it is American comics right. in here, but yeah, they talk about manga, the origins of manga. They talk about, Oh, I loved that. The, the, yeah, the, the entire spill. chapter about, uh, Osama Tezaku. That was really good. Adam. The guy did Astro Boy. Yeah. 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 Her, where it? was called like Air Boy or something. Uh, it was called something different. Yeah. It was, uh, uh, Adam, Atomic Adam Boy. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. And, and it talks about Ten Ten and, um, yeah, all kinds of stuff. Heavy metal. There's a good oh, chapter yeah. on heavy metal, and that and the, that is weird that heavy metal didn't last as long overseas as it did here. It's kind of strange. Metal hurlant. Yeah. There. Surprising. I know they even tried to bring back metal hurlant like not too long ago, but it didn't work. I guess not. That's I think there weird. was even a metal hurlant TV show on huh. sci-fi. Wow. Uh, but again, clearly it didn't. uh didn't last too long i love the stuff like they talk about lichtenstein and um oh yeah the adam west batman series and warhol like all that stuff was really interesting too um i got a little worried when when lichtenstein first showed up yeah because i i have strong opinions about lichtenstein yeah i mean i I like i like the idea i actually have always loved the idea of of taking one thing and kind of making it into something else like that's that's why i love like samples and music sure you know, stuff like that, but, but yeah, I mean, yeah. I think with, with him, it's a little different because he's not giving any credit to right. the original exactly. artist. Right, exactly. And who would do that? Right. That is <laughs> so crazy. Um, but I, I did love, um, um, <laughs> the stuff with, uh, Adam West, though, where it, where it showed, you know, how, you know, Andy Warhol and and all those guys, they brought him over, and Fellini, yeah. and, and like they 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 loved like what Stanley was doing in like the '60s Batman show and all this stuff, and and I have always wondered why there are some Spider-Man comics that say a pop art production on uh, the yeah, cover. Yeah. I've always like I always thought that was neat looking, and I was like. <clears throat> And I've never really sat and thought about it, but I know I've been put, I'll occasionally like put Silver Age books on the wall and I'll see a pop art production on a cover of a Spider-Man book and I'm always like, what the hell does that mean? Right. And then like it is because again, the money thing, because Stanley um, saw that, you know, college crowds were really into like Andy Warhol and all this pop art. Right. And like, kind of like they said, I think they said the cultural elite was like condescendingly like, you know, enjoying Batman right tv show because they could like laugh at it and slum a little bit with the the nerds yeah and uh and he he put that on the covers to make them think like oh yeah i can buy this comic it's not a comic book it's a pop art production right like he i mean he was just kind of like um you know ever the salesman Yeah. yeah i do feel like maybe a little bit like that not necessarily that attitude but just sort of the like, rebranding of comics as pop art is something maybe that's a little lacking in modern day comics. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, not, not, again, not to the point where it's like really pretentious and like, oh, look at this lowly form of art. Right. You know, especially like, because it, it does touch on, you know, like in France and, and Japan, how comics are kind of revered. Oh, yeah. In, in those cultures. Like, and, by all ages, groups, and all, like, right. income groups. So. Exactly. And here, I mean, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy Two just came out and made like a hundred million dollars in like two days. Right. right. And yet comics are still yeah. considered a niche market. Yeah. Right, yeah. Uh so it's like for whatever reason, like comic books themselves are, are just still continuously maligned no matter what happens. Like like it's always going to be thought of as just like for for imbeciles. So hey, apologies. Uh my computer just fucking died. <laughs> so, uh we got cut off in the the middle of uh, what we were talking about. Uh luckily not too much was lost. Right. But uh in the 15 20 minutes or so that I've been trying to figure out solutions uh before finally giving up and getting out my laptop to record on. Uh, I kind of lost the thread of where we were. Yeah, so... Comics are good. <laughs> yeah, that's We've, pretty much it. We found our medium because they're for imbeciles. <laughs> yep, uh-huh. I think that's where we're at. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um... Yeah. So Yeah, uh, I mean, it sucks because I think we were pretty close to wrapping up that segment anyway. Right. Yeah. Uh... But, uh, yeah, so basically, uh, the comic book history of comics is, uh, good. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's very informative and entertaining. And, yes. Which is nice a yeah. nice pairing. And, and yeah, like, like I said earlier, it, uh, jumps around enough and gives you enough about, like, you know, other. Aspects of comics that maybe you don't think of all the time. Oh, yeah. For sure. That that, uh, definitely keeps it uh, uh, fast-paced and does not bog you down with, like, so much information that you feel like you're reading. Right. Yeah, Yeah, like, it does have an amazing amount of information, but it's... Absolutely. It's, yeah, they do a great job of not making you feel like... As long as you read it in small spurts, because, like, yeah, yeah, it took me... And, and I had to have some breathers to, like, process some oh, yeah, of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, one thing that I will sort of praise for, because you and I, we, we love comic books. I like a comic or two. And uh, there's a lot of stuff in this that we knew. Sure, yeah. Uh, particularly, like, uh, involving, you know, like, some of the, the icons of, of uh, you know, comic history. Like oh, yeah. Jack Kirby and Stanley and that. Uh, that they are in this book, but they're not dominating this book. Right. And the stuff that we know, like, is touched on, but, like, you know, it's enhanced with new information. Yeah. And so for, for guys like us who, who are, I would say, relatively well-steeped in comic Ooh, book history. Yeah, we know a little nerdy right? Things, yeah. Like, like, it doesn't make it boring for us, and I think for anyone who doesn't know anything about comic history, like it's interesting enough that they want to find out more. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah. I think yeah. so too. Yeah, and like I said earlier, that that uh, Sean Howell book the uh, Marvel, the Untold Story, oh, yeah. is a great supplement to this if you specifically just want to know about Marvel, right? Because I'm sure they, I'm sure they talk about. All the other things oh, yeah, that were going yeah, on in that exactly. era, yeah. Too, yeah. Uh, especially like Golden Age stuff, you know, to right. touch on like just sort of everything that was happening. Right. Uh, but but it is definitely like once you get through, basically the Marvel Age of comics, you know, I mean, it is so focused on that, and and you learn so much stuff, and you will <laughs> get your heart broken. Yeah. Right. Just like Jack Kirby warned us all. Comics yeah. will break your heart. Comics will break your heart. Yep. Yep. And so we'll podcast in occasionally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're going to take a, another break. Sure. Although this time I won't be swearing at a machine. No. it will just be swearing at me, exactly. like usual. <laughs> 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 so we will be back. Yeah. gutter trash hello hey buddy hey so um yeah we read the comic book history of comics we talked about it yeah we did life is complete yeah yeah um yeah i uh because there was so much happening in the book i actually really did not read anything else yeah Uh, oh yeah this Yeah, i finished this in my car after i got off work tonight before i came over because my plan was to read the last like little chapter before right. work today and i got called in two hours early so i was like frantically reading it and then i drove to work and i still had like six pages left right so i i got it in my car and read them and then i drove over here yeah i uh i read i read this book over the course of like a week and a half of lunch breaks Nice. Oh, and that then, seems perfect. Uh, occasionally, like, you know, here at home, I, I did read them. Uh, but even still, I had about 15 pages left when I got home. Oh. So I read those, uh, when I got home tonight around six. <laughs> and then passed out. Yeah, there's a lot to take in on this. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, but yeah, I didn't want to read anything else. I didn't want to listen to anything else. Uh, uh informational or historical uh but uh i did read one other thing oh young so oh. blood number one no 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 <laughs> i read secret empire number Zero. Oh yeah the free comic book day offering from marvel comics mm-hmm. changed your life oh wow it absolutely did <laughs> uh because i thought i liked nick spencer but maybe I don't. Maybe he is a Nazi tool of the government. <laughs> Aren't we all? That's true. No, it's uh, it is one of the worst comics I've ever read, though. Mm. It's definitely one of the worst drawn comics I've ever seen. Uh, and so I felt dumber having read that. Uh, and, and I actually I do like Nick Spencer. Mm-hmm. I, I, he, the Fix is easily one of the best comics currently being published. Yeah. Uh, which he never talks about because he's too busy arguing with people on Twitter <laughs> or turning Captain America into a Nazi. Well, yeah. <laughs> you got to do that every once in a while. Well, sure. Uh, but no, I, I do actually really like his work, but man, that was terrible. Uh, but basically, this is all just the long way of me saying Free Comic Book Day was this past weekend. Yeah, it was. <laughs> We, we Free Comics yeah, at the did. place I worked at. Yeah. So, yeah, our, our little joke is that, uh, you know, every time uh, between episodes we we wind up doing a convention <laughs> of some sort. Kind of, yeah. And uh, this kind of was that. It counts. Kind yeah, of, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you were drawing for people? I was. Uh, we, were, we were both uh, there at Mavericks Cards and Comics in Kettering, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Uh, you and your position as as the uh, manager of a comic store, and mm-hmm. me as uh, uh, one of uh, your special guests. Yeah, <laughs> you you were maybe the featured artist, maybe <laughs> I'll say, since since you're the one we knew we was going to be there. <laughs> I was the one that was allowed inside. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. No, it was it was really fun. It was actually. Like the busiest free comic book day I think we've ever had. Yeah. Um, it was crazy. Yeah. Right. And, uh, I did last year's and that was crazy too, but like I felt like, like, I don't know. I was a little off, especially first thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but like, like I, I felt a little overwhelmed at times. Right. Yeah. 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 Now there was a, yeah, a shit stream of people. <laughs> Shit Storm. Is yeah. that something better? Uh, Shitstream sounds more derogatory. I, the people were fine. There were just tons of them. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, we. yeah, I know sales-wise, we were definitely above last year by, by a, a portion. And that's good because, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, you know, it's free comic book day. People could easily just come in and just take advantage of that and leave. Right, and but, some people do, uh, and that's fine. Yeah. It's like a whole experience where they run store to store and they make a day of it, but right. it is cool when they also buy something. Right. It's great. Cause, cause the comics aren't free to you. Right. Yeah. Not a lot a of people retailer. don't. Yeah. They, a lot of, I'm sure a lot of people don't know that. Yeah. I mean, they, they're not expensive and it's just like, it's basically we're paying for advertisement. Right. I mean, you know, which most places I apparently do <laughs> right. in the world. Um, we just don't, we don't advertise a lot because we've just been around for, like, three decades right. or more, three and a half decades. But still, like, so, I mean, you still get people that don't who have know where, lived in yeah. Dayton forever oh, and yeah. have no idea that you're here. Yep, for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, it was cool, though. I mean, yeah, it was lots of people, lots of familiar faces, but a lot of people we had never seen, so that was cool. okay probably never will again. Maybe not. Yeah. But who knows? Yeah. But, no, it's good when, when people do buy stuff because he yeah, had a lot of sales going on, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, you get discounts on them comics and toys and whatnot. Uh, yeah. I even bought a toy. Yeah, you did. Wow. Yeah. You bought a Batman. I did. I bought a Darwin Cook Batman. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Yeah. And uh, they had a uh, uh, a Bill Finger Jerry Robinson Batman, too, yeah. that I uh, thought about buying. I think we sold that one, too. You did. Yeah. Our friend DeMario.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, cool.
0: <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat> we gave DeMario the finger. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, apparently there is a documentary on uh, Hulu right now about uh, Bill Finger. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I'd so, like to see that. Yeah. I don't have a Hulu account, but uh yeah, figure out a way to watch okay. it. Oh, yeah. There's fire sticks out there. Sure. Or whatever. Yeah. Yar. <laughs> say no more. Wink, wink. Walk the plank. I get it. Sugar me, Timber. Long Basically, I'm saying I'm really excited about the new Pirates of Caribbean. <laughs> yeah, 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 and uh, and and fish fillets with vinegar on them. Yes. Actually, mm-hmm. like, both of those things sound terrible. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I do not like fish. I do not like vinegar. Oh, really? Yeah. I like vinegar. Hmm. <laughs> I like balsamic vinaigrette. Oh, that <laughs> is good. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. But no, yeah, so, so, uh, yeah, like, like last year, I was there, uh, giving away free sketches and, uh, drawing uh, sketches for people if they didn't like any of the ones that I had already done. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. so last year, uh, I drew something like 30 sketches before, uh, Free Comic Day. Right, like on printer paper? Uh, no, it was on, uh, Bristol board. Oh, okay. Uh, but it was, uh, like, half size of a 9x12, so... Oh, okay. Uh, 45 by 6 or whatever, something yeah, like that, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, uh, and I did 30 of those uh, before the show. They all went within the first hour. And then, like, during the show, I drew, like, another 30 uh, for people just who came up and wanted to draw. Uh, which was crazy. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, so this year... I, I planned in advance, way in advance, way in advance, yeah. and I decided that because uh, the the ones I did last year also had some gray tone and some color in them, uh, I decided that uh, I want I want as many people as possible to get you know a free sketch if they wanted mm-hmm. one, uh, and so I decided to do trading card artist trading card sized uh, sketches and only in black and white, mm-hmm. right. And I drew, I drew 120 yeah. before the show. It's crazy. Yeah, it's a lot of drawings. It is. And, it was uh, cool to see them all laid out. It was. Yeah. It was a little overwhelming actually. Mm-hmm. Once once I looked at the picture of it, you're like, holy shit. Yeah. And uh, and they all barely just fit. Yeah. Barely. Right. Yeah. Uh. Uh. uh but. Uh, you know, they went. Oh, yeah. The, like pretty quickly, like, like I was condensing them down to just uh, one side of the counter. Uh, but that said, even by, cause I was there for six hours, uh, even by like into the last hour, I still had maybe like four left. Mm-hmm. And so, so some of them went slowly. Right. And, and I learned some lessons. Uh, right. one. <laughs> you uh, love drawing babies and zebras. Yeah. So, so, okay, so I did, I was also drawing custom sketches yeah. for people, rec- requests. I did about, I would say, 32 or so, roughly. Uh And, yeah, some people wanted... Uh, some odd things. Yeah. well, They wanted a caricature artist. Right. And I'm yeah. not that. Right. And I tried to oblige them as much as possible, but after, like, my third one, especially yeah. after I had to draw a baby, <laughs> I was like, no, I'm not... at least they had a life model yeah but still i'm I'm not doing that ever again (laughs) oh that was funny and i did have to draw a cat and a zebra and (laughs) at least they brought their zebra with them well yeah Yeah. i needed the reference right uh that wasn't fun but i'm not as opposed to that as i was drawing people right Right. because you can just get away with drawing like a generic cat or zebra. Right. Right. Uh, But, you know, when you have to draw a 13-year-old girl who really has no standout features, like, and I'm not good at likenesses anyway, and I'm not a caricature artist. right? Yeah, there's not much to work with. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, Uh, You're you're just hoping, like, she would have had, like, you know... Like an eye patch or like right, yeah. or like a mohawk or or something something yeah. yeah yeah like like any of the goth girls who came by if they wanted themselves right, right. at least that's something because they're a character exactly like they're yeah. they're in like a costume or whatever right and and uh, yeah and then a baby <laughs> I know when I looked up and I saw you drawing the baby it was <laughs> it was maybe the highlight of my day because <laughs> I was I could just feel what you were feeling probably and it was so funny. <laughs> I was like, there's a baby sitting on the counter, and he's, <laughs> oh, fuck, he's drawing that baby. <laughs> um, yeah. That was great. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> but, yeah, other lessons learned. Apparently, uh, everybody loves Kiss, but nobody loves Kiss enough to take free sketches of them. <laughs> At least not the drummer, though, or the uh, guitar player. Uh, yeah, Acer or Peter. Yeah. Uh, even Paul took a while to to, to move. Wow. Yeah. Well, Gene would be my first choice too. Yeah, yeah. But even then, he still he stuck around. He hung out a while. Out. A while. Yeah. Uh, and uh, also uh, apparently, uh, GI Joe uh, not that popular amongst anybody. Snake guys hung out a while. Yeah, yeah. And, and the person who did take him thought it was a Power Ranger. <laughs> did you flew him? No. Nope. nope. Like, yep, yeah, Black Ranger. Yep. Have a good day, sir. Enjoy enjoy Power Ranger. Um, And then... uh, Man, that must have pissed Nick guys off. I bet he's silently judging that guy right now. Guess who else is silently (laughs) judging right now? Uh. Uh, And also, um, I will never, ever, ever, ever draw any character from the movie Nightbreed ever again. (laughs) Yeah, because you drew what's the guy's name with the like malformed his, forehead. His name is Kinsky, and yeah, he's got a head shaped sort of like a crescent moon. Yeah, uh, my my friend Bruce, who who let us borrow uh, his copy of the Comic Book History of Comics, asked if I would draw a Nightbreed character, and I said, yeah, "All right, maybe you just drew the wrong one, uh, maybe, but that's the one that always stood out to me. Oh yeah, and also the easiest to draw, right." Cause, you know, Isn't there, like, a guy in a suit with, like, a scarecrow mask? Uh, That's uh, David Cronenberg. Yeah, that'd be a cool and, one. And he's, like, the villain of the movie. Right. I figured that was a little too... I should draw, like, one of the monsters. Right. You know? right. Uh, so I drew the, the guy with the crescent yeah. moon. And it, uh, end of the day, nobody took him. He's the last one. It's a free fucking sketch. Yeah. Nobody took him. <laughs> also had one guy put a sketch back, and I yelled at him. <laughs> I heard you tell him you were like, Well I'm offended now and he's like, Oh okay, and he yeah. took it. huh. What was it? Iron, Iron Fist. Iron Fist. And he was like, Oh, Iron Fist, and he took it. And then like apparently after he made the circle He set it back down. Yeah. I was like, What? <laughs> and so I called him out on it. That's funny. <laughs> Offensive. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Uh <laughs> But no, yeah, uh, like by, by the, the end of the day though, my arm was killing me. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Yeah, that was a lot of drawing. Yeah. A lot of but, uh, then I, I was also starving because I brought a snack with me, but it had zero opportunity to eat it. Yeah, that was, it was a steady stream. Yeah. yeah. Uh, even when I had down times, like, like, for a minute I could rest and then, like, there was already somebody up there. Next the time, terminals. next time you need soup and one of those beer hats. That way you can just drink it all day long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> or uh our friend Doogie had uh, one of those uh, water oh, backpack yeah. sacks. Right. Camel pumps or whatever they are. <laughs> yeah. Fill that up with some chowder. There you go. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> just hope it doesn't leak like on your, oh, yeah, on your yeah. dress-up shirt. Yeah, that'd be great. great. Or or on you know all the toys. Oh that yeah, you guys have back there. Yeah, you were just in between our like toy cases. Yeah, so. it's a little bit of a tight fit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was good times. It was good times. And yeah, I'm and glad I'm glad you were there. Happened, but I don't know if we want to talk about that. <laughs> nah, or <not>. yeah. nah, <laughs> yeah. We, basically, uh, unbeknownst to me until the last minute, uh, there was another artist. That showed up. Um, nice enough fella, but I'm sure none of us knew that he was going to be there until like the day before free comic book day. Yeah. Apparently Jack, the owner of Mavericks, had invited him, uh, not told anyone about him and not made sure that there was actually space for him, which there, there literally was not. Right. I mean, there was barely room for you. Exactly. Uh, and, and, you know, he, uh, he ended up with a fold up table on the sidewalk because weather permitted. Um it was supposed to be rainy, but it yeah, ended up it being nice, good. so so at least at least that, that yeah. happened well, yeah. at least he brought his own table and, chair. yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. so that i guess whatever yeah. it, it worked out it it could have been much worse it, yeah, definitely yeah, could have been, but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh but no yeah, yeah but yeah, I was exhausted by the end of it, but yeah. uh, it was it was a lot of fun, yeah, and, and I'm glad if, you were there yeah if if, uh, if I'm invited back next year, uh, certainly not. We found our new artist. Oh, okay. uh, We're moving him inside. That's fair. Well, (laughs) if you want to show up with your card table and your cigarettes, yeah. (laughs) My my box of Crayola and sharpies. Sure, yeah. Come on by. I just. uh... Can you help me figure out some good artists to rip off? Oh, sure. That I can take total credit for (laughs) their work. Um. Yeah, sure. I'm um, sure there's plenty. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Start with Chap yep. Okay. And move up from there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good times. I'm I'm glad Free Comic Book Day is over. Yeah. Uh, I basically spent the entire day today restocking all the walls, restocking all of the trade paperbacks from our our reservoir of overflow, and reordering a ton of trade paperbacks. Like, like we were almost out of. You know, like Watchmen and Sandman, some yeah. some of the perennial sellers. I wanted to buy a trade, but I couldn't really find any that like really spoke to me. Oh yeah. While while I was there, hmm. uh, almost bought the uh, Jack Kirby Spirit World thing. Oh yeah. Uh, but it's a it's a forty dollar book. Yeah. And it's not that thick. And even with a uh, like I think it's you guys like twenty four bucks forty percent off. Yeah. Like, it was still just it's still too much. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. Comics are expensive. They can be. We should pirate them. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't buy a single sale item myself either, which is weird. I usually buy some trades or something, but what whatevs. Did you pick up any of the free comics for yourself? I did. I picked up... Uh, there was a guide to Leslie one called, like, Tr- Prisoner... Or Hostage. Hostage, yeah. I read that one. I, I thought it was just okay. I don't know if I've ever read anything by him and, okay. um, it wasn't, it wasn't as cool as I was hoping it would be. Like, I was disappointed. Um, but I really liked the Phantographics cartoonist one. Oh, yeah. It had like seven short stories, um, by some people I'd never heard of and I really liked them. And then it also had some of my favorites and I really liked them as well. Like, yeah, cool. like I didn't even realize Ed Pisker has a new autobiographical graphic novel coming out. Really? But there was a, uh, few page excerpt of it in there. Okay. It's about how he got into comics. Okay. I know he's working on a ton of stuff. Cause I guess he's also doing some sort of superhero-y sci-fi type of book. Oh, there. really? Know, unless all that stuff is part of... Oh, the, it might be. You know, the autobiography. Cause it's, it sh- cause yeah, it showed like clips of him as a kid, like reading stuff, and right. so it, it might be from that. Right. I think it's called... I want to say it's called Mudslide, but that might not be right. Yeah. Mudfish? Mudfish. Maybe that's it. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Yeah, I've seen him post some of that stuff online, too. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, that was cool. Does that mean hip-hop uh, is done, or I is know. he just taking a break? I think he... I know that he's, like, reformatted it. He's only doing graphic novels now instead of single issues, so... Yeah. I don't know. Well, the, the single issues came... Well... It started as a webcomic, yeah. Which he then put out as graphic novels, and then he put out single issues of that of graphic, the, graphic novel. Yeah. yeah. So basically, he did it backwards, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's totally true. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Yeah, but I think yeah, I think he was only doing the first graphic novel as single issues. Oh, okay. Maybe something like that. Huh. <laughs> Hopefully he continues that because that's yeah. one of those things too. He could probably do it. Well, not forever, really, because eventually he'll catch up catch to it. Right better. now, but uh, yeah, he's, yeah. he's great. Oh yeah. Uh, anything else? Um, that's all. I, I read the new Young Blood number one that came out this week. It was oh, yeah. it was weird and fun. That's good. Uh, it was unlike any other Young Blood I ever read, and it had a lot of tweeting and uh, hashtagging and stuff like that. And, huh. then, and then there was a like four... So. It's dated itself yeah, pretty horribly already. Right, yeah. <laughs> As opposed to all the other Youngblood titles. Right. And then there is a, like a three or four page backup story that Wifeld wrote and drew, so I was all tingly when I read that. <laughs> so I have no interest in that, but I am getting the blank cover. Oh, cool. Which I guess is coming out this week. Nice. So, yeah. It's weird that it release released it a week after uh, the actual... You comic know, about. a lot of companies are doing that. Like, Titan, the publisher of the uh, Doctor Who books, yeah. and then IDW does it a lot, too, where cover A's will come out one week. And, like, I don't think it's on purpose. I think they just can't quite get their shit together right. because cover B's will come out the next week. And then we're confused. We're like, wait a minute, did we get short half of our Doctor Who's? Right. And then, like, we do files, and then we're like... All I can't of imagine... The, the mental gymnastics that you guys have to do to keep up with how many doctor who's come oh out my anyway. God. It's insane. And they usually put them all out the same week. So, right. and like some people only want certain ones and then there's like four covers to everyone. We're like, and then like, you know, when we do the files, we double check each other and it's all go back and check a file. and I'm like, that doctor who's not the same one that's sitting up there. So I'll put that one in there cause they forgot it. And then I put it in there and I realized they're both the same number of different covers. And, I I fucking hate Doctor <laughs> Who comics. They're the worst. <laughs> but but yeah, sometimes uh, Titan and IDW will put out cover A's one week and cover B the next week, and it's it's really annoying. like, it makes me not like variant covers. Like if I was ever gonna publish a comic, the last thing I would do would have some be have somebody do a variant cover for. Oh, yeah, it. That's yeah, stupid. Yes, yeah. seriously, it's one of the worst trends in comics. Uh, yeah. So. So, yeah, that's all I've read, though, Youngblood. Yeah. Like I said, I read uh, Secret Empire, and it was terrible. And, uh, but but not because Captain America's a Nazi or anything like that. It was just terrible. Just poorly terrible. done. Right. right. Okay. Because <laughs> it's the same bullshit of every other mega corporate comic crossover that you've read any other time. Right. Like, this is it. This is the end of the world. This is life-affirming, changing shit right here. Yeah. This right. is the biggest thing you've ever read. Uh-huh, yeah and then next month there's a new one sure yeah. it's dumb yeah like yeah like, like I stopped reading crossovers a long time ago and uh, uh like just rereading that was just like oh yeah this, this is why it's solid- it solidified so. your yeah, yeah. your yeah like even when I do buy Marvel and DC books regularly like usually if they're involved in a crossover like I'll stop buying that particular book right. during that crossover yeah might as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I typically don't like those either. I, the first time I remember being aware of that, I think, was the... uh, Because I think when Secret Wars came out, I, I liked, you know, I like read some of those crossovers sure. when I was a kid. But whatever that... I think it was Executioner's song, the ones that were bagged with a card in the 90s. And uh, I remember Peter David kind of mentioning, kind of poking fun at the fact that he had to, uh, like, kind of... Steer his story in a certain direction because it was crossover time and right. I just how it was kind of annoying. Like, cause I used to read his, his, but I digress column and yeah. I think he talked about it in there and I was like, Oh yeah, that would be annoying for a writer. Like yeah. you're building something all of a sudden you, you find have out. To stop. Yeah, yeah. 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 And it like just ruins the pacing of everything. Yeah. yeah cause I mean, <clears throat> I know back during like Civil War when, when that was first coming out. You know, like, I was reading Daredevil at the time, and it was, like, you know, Daredevil was, like, one of the only books that was not involved in the Civil War crossover, mm-hmm. and it was, like, fantastic. Like, I can at least really still keep reading that. Yeah. And, you know, like, because I was also reading other comics at the time, and, like, you know, I'd be in the middle of a storyline. Like, I think even X-Factor, Peter David was yeah. involved. sure. And, like, suddenly... Like you're in the middle of a storyline and then you know the next issue is like everything ground to a halt because there had to be a crossover. Right. You it's know? annoying. Yeah. Like I love the idea of you know, if they plan the crossover of just, you know, like two titles or sure. maybe maybe three. Like, you know, that's that could cool. Be fun. It yeah. could be really well done. But yeah, the fact that they like 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 Howard the Duck and uh Squirrel Girl. Yeah, and... that was fun. <laughs> yeah, that was good. But yeah, when it's just seems so arbitrary and it just reminds me of what a commodity um, comics can be yeah. as opposed to artwork. Yep. Yeah. That's why I will never read another Marvel comic ever again. All right. So it's time to pick my book for next week. Okay. I'd like to pick the Marvel comic Star-Lord by Chip Zdarsky. Okay. And somebody else. All right. Chris Krisenka, okay. Yeah, uh, I'm assuming you're talking about the newest one. The new one, yeah. Grounded, I think it's called. I yeah. 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 Kind of want to veto. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Uh-huh. Why's that? I hate Anka. Oh, wow, really? Like, a lot. <laughs> I think he's terrible. Oh. And I do not want to read a comic that he drew. Ooh, especially six issues of it. Yeah. Okay, if you want to beat to it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I won't be upset if you beat to No, no like, like, I just... Like, I'm sure he's a nice guy or whatever, but, like, everybody is just slobbering all over his dick as, like, he's the greatest comic illustrator to ever happen to comics, and I think he's awful. <laughs> I think he is fucking terrible. No, oh, okay. And again, he may be a great guy. Right. I don't want to read his art. Uh, (laughs) it's okay if you want to veto I've I've got more books in my brain that I need to read I'm gonna veto yeah okay veto it alright well then let's not read no Marvel comics (laughs) I heard just a minute ago somebody say they were terrible (laughs) let's read let's read Shade the Changing Girl okay is that, right? that I'm uh, down with. Yeah. And I own those. Sweet, that's so even easier. We, we can uh, for six. I guess? I guess so there's seven of them out, but I think six is where the trade is going to cut off. Okay. So yeah. probably. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I'm down. Awesome. Shade the changer. All right. Well, I'm going to read Star Lord anyway. That's fine. I'll, can, I'll let you know how you, good yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I like Chips Zdarsky, but you know, yeah, yeah I just no interest. <laughs> cool. It's all <laughs> it's all good, man. Oh, I did uh, find out, uh, speaking of Chipsadarski. Uh confirmation that uh Captara is being worked on. Oh cool. So so it will come back. It's nice. just uh McLeod. With Kagan McLeod. Sweet. It's just uh gonna take a little while. Yeah. So some things are worth the wait. Exactly. Uh, yeah, all right. So sorry, Chris Anka. <laughs> Well, I didn't even know his na- I've never, until yeah. you mentioned it, I've never heard his name out loud. Yeah. So, um, but I will read it and I will let you know right. what I think of the art in the story. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. Cool. The yes. yes. Cool. All right. Uh, now that we've ended on me just <laughs> ripping a man in half. <laughs> uh, man, you're, you're you totally Qui-Gon Jinn, I guess. Uh